Linda is with us in Roanoke, Virginia. Hi, Linda. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you for having me. Sure. What's up? Okay, so I am I'm currently 64 years old, so is my husband. Um, I make about 115. My husband makes about 45. And we still owe 180 on our house, and he is not on board with paying the house off. And he, he loves that. that. Make, he, I, evidently, he just does not want to pay the house off. And I've kind of tried to put my foot down and say, you know, when we retire, we're not going to have a house payment because we're going to have to sell it and downsize. Well, he's definitely not on board with that. And I don't really know how to get him on board. And I did listen to one of your podcasts and um, where the conversation was about somebody not being on board. And I think someone um, said, this is not a finance problem. This is a marriage problem. And I think that's probably a lot closer than anything. Mm, I'm sorry. How long have y'all been married? 29 years. How much have you got in your uh, retirement accounts? My retirement is about, my 401 is probably about 175. Mm -hmm. I have a thousand dollar in my emergency fund. I have two rental properties that I'm in the process of paying off. I just paid off two of our cars. What What are the rental properties and, worth? Um, together about 200,000. Mm -hmm. And what's your home worth? But my home worth right now, it's worth 180. And you owe 180? Yes, we owe one eighty, and it's worth one eighty. Well, no, we we owe we owe one eighty. It's probably worth about four hundred. Oh, okay, that's what that makes more sense. Okay, yeah, it's worth and does about your does your husband have any money in investments at all? No, and he doesn't he doesn't participate in any of my rental properties either. Yeah, you you got a pretty significant challenge going on in your marriage. Yes. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Even even the language that you're using, my rental properties, his stuff doesn't do anything. Um, yeah, y'all y'all got yourselves a a, a mess. This Why won't he? And how long has he not participated? Um, have Have y'all been living separate lives? Well, we have we we put money. We have separate accounts, and we have a house account. Our house account goes for all of the things that we use, groceries, all the bills, and then we have a savings account that we put money into to go for anything major, like fixes and, and water heaters or whatever we need to put. put. That's but exactly that's exactly the situation I had set up with Buddy and Craig, my two college roommates. That's, yeah. not, that's not a wife or a husband. That's not a marriage. That's a couple of dudes who are uh, – that's a couple of roommates. This is probably true. How long has this been going on? 29 years. 29 years. Whew. Yeah. So when I bought the rent, when I bought the first rental property, he did not want any part of it. I sell real estate on the side also, besides being a nurse. And so he didn't want any part of that one. And so I've just been renting it. I've almost, I only owe 12,000 on it. So I'm getting ready to pay it off next. And then I bought another property. Um, my daughter-in-law who had cancer, was living in a horrible situation. So I went ahead and bought a house for her to live in, um, which is right near me, so I could kind of help take care of her. And that property is probably, I owe about 62 on that one, and I'm hoping to get that paid because I'm snowballing everything. Wow. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly what to tell you, Linda. This is so <laughs> painful. Um, Hey, you guys are so disconnected. It's almost as if um, 
your little brother who had a mental disability was living with you and you go and do everything in spite of him um with a you know because he's not he's not on board with rental property i did it anyway he's not on board with taking care of the kid uh that had cancer uh, but i did it anyway and he's not on board with this but i did it anyway he's not on board with saving money but i did it anyway and 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 i'm the only one that has any assets but i did it anyway and he makes a fourth of what you make and he did it anyway and and yet you guys split the mustard in the refrigerator I don't. I just. Yep. I don't know what to do with this except tell you, beg you guys to. Uh, but guess what? It's not going to work because I mean, you know, tell you to go see a marriage counselor. But guess what? He he's not on board. He's not going to do that. What is he on board with? Yeah, what What is it? He What does he like? <laughs> he, he likes his comfy job, and he likes just living the way he lives. Um, what does that mean? Well, I mean, he goes he, to work. He comes home. He goes to play golf whenever he gets a chance. That's pretty much it. Here's, oh man, this is going to be an unpopular. It's going to get me in trouble with the internet, and that's fine. Here's what you have to decide. Am I going to, it's been this way for 30 years, and this is going to be this way for another 30 years. And I'm going to keep plugging along and doing my thing, and I'm going to, I'm going to head on down the road because this is the life that I walked into. Or... I'm going to cause a ruckus in my living room. Turn on the lights. And I'm going to say, this ends today. I hope you will come with me. I'm going to a marriage counselor. Right. And as a part of going to a marriage counselor, I'm going to learn that I have value and partnership, and I can't do all this by myself, and I can't keep dragging you, and you can't keep using me as your bank, and you can't keep using me as your sugar mama. I need a husband. I don't need another child. And that might mean that I'm out. That might mean I'm whatever, but I think you have to make that decision for yourself. And if you decide this is the life I got, it's annoying, but it is what it is. Make peace with it and move on with, down the road. Yeah. In which case, you're probably selling your two rental properties to pay off your home because if he won't sign the deed, you can't sell that home. And you have $180,000 and you don't have $180,000 to pay it off. Uh, you have 175 dollars in your 401k, and uh, I guess he's going to retire and eat out of your retirement because he doesn't have any retirement and you do and uh, i guess the how, how, the rental properties that you're going to sell to pay off your residence um if, if you make if you attempt to make peace with it it's going to continue to have um poor results in your finances um because you're going to have to work around him again and in order to do that can't sell the house so uh, you've got to pay it off and can't pay it off with your retirement because you don't have any have enough. So those, I guess, those uh, rental properties are going to be sold. You're going to pay it off if if you stay in this. But I, I wish I had found you um, 28 years ago. I would have had you. I would have um, highly encouraged you to go to a marriage counselor and deal with this. I don't think you're going to do that now because I think if you were going to do that, you would have done it a long time ago. I don't feel like I can help her. I feel like she's so far in that she's probably going to stay in that soup, right? Uh, but but what I would tell you is this, if you're listening, and, and John, you can throw in, you know, whatever you, you whether you agree or not or, and so forth, but um, we, have a, we have an inordinate number of people in their 20s listening to the show and watching this YouTube and watching us on television and so forth. Um, if you are considering entering into a marriage, 
a lifelong commitment with someone and you don't first make sure that you're in agreement and going to commit to stay and adjust in agreement on the subject of money, in-laws, because there's crazy in one of your families or both your family, kids, how many to have, how to treat them, are the inmates going to run the asylum or what, and um, religion. These are the four things that the data tells us. If you're in agreement on these four things before you're married, you have an inordinate probability. I mean, like 90 percentile probability of staying married happily through your life. But people that are not in agreement on religion, in-laws, kids, and money live desperate, weird, toxic lives and are ineffective at all four of those areas. They're ineffective in their spiritual walk. They're ineffective with their money and wealth building. They're ineffective parents. Um, and they're even ineffective family members to their extended family because they're not in agreement. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help my mama even if you don't want me to. You know, they're not in agreement. And, and you live your life in angst because you don't have alignment on these basic things. Please, for God's sake, don't call it love to marry someone that you are not aligned with like that. It's not love. It, it's drugs. It's alcohol. It's something. It's permanent roommate it's lust. Yeah. But you're gonna you're gonna end up with a roommate that you don't like. I think that I think beneath those four things is equally important because uh, I'm thinking about this. Like on all four issues, my wife and I were aligned, and we are different on a number, probably three of the four, maybe four of the four. This 21 years later, I think. Being in alignment out the gate and equally important, being aligned with what hap- what, how are we going to act? What are, what's our process for when we get cross? Because you will get cross. I want to help mom. I don't want to help your mom. All right. Now the alignment is, do you just do what you're going to do? How do, we, yeah. how, do we lay, how do we set this problem in front of us and we tackle it together? And you got to have a plan to go forward. In that last call, I don't want you, I don't want you retiring. I don't want to downsize. I don't want to do this. I don't do this. I just want to play golf. And you make three times what I make, so I'm just going to take the money and we're going to put it all in the same pot. Uh, man, that's a dude that's cashed out, right? That's a guy that, that there was no alignment, not only on issues, but on how do we actually solve problems when they pop up in our marriage? And they pop up in every marriage. Yeah, if you're listening to this show and you're 24 and you're dating and you don't take a clue from how miserable that lady is, there, I'm, th- that's what we want you to do. That's why we're coming back to this, is we go, you know, you have got to make this a priority it's not a business transaction it's a values transaction because if when you can agree on your money you've agreed on your dreams you've agreed on your fears you've agreed on your life and when you can't agree on your money you're not agreeing on the basics of life and you won't sleep and you will not ever have peace not by yourself not with your friends not with anybody it haunts you it haunts you it increases the likelihood of addictions it increases the likelihood of sexual dysfunction in the marriage. It increases all of this. Okay, so these things are so intricately tied together that you guys have got to be grownups. Quit. You know, this is not a this is not a Hallmark movie, doofus. And this by is the your way, life on my show, people call in and I, they're so nervous. If I say what I need out loud, he might leave. And my response is always, "Well, good. You deserve more than that." And I know you're going to be lonely, and I know it's scary, and I know it's frustrating. And uh, there's a great comedian. He said the worst part about breaking up long-term relationships is 
Um, there's no, there's no equity rollover. You can't tell your, your new, your, uh, it's Michael Che. You can't tell your, your, your new girlfriend, Hey, I went to her wedding, <laughs> her sister's wedding. I ain't going to this one. Like I get to carry that over. You don't get to carry you gotta that You got to start over again. I get that. It's all, it's, yeah. it's terrible. And the alternative is you spend the next 30 years looking at your bank account, so scared to death, you can't breathe. And you look over there and there's this lump on a, on a couch getting his golf shoes on. Yeah. For God's sakes, if you, if you, you know, if, if if you look up and you're completely misaligned, you're going to, you know, you, you're you're going to end up liking them. They're not going to end up liking you at the end of the story. So it, you're you going to resent them. You might as well just call it now. Yeah. I mean, early and, and before you end up in marriage, yeah. before you, you know, so please, folks. And, and for those of you that have got young marriages, you know, you've been married two or three years and you're struggling to get to get aligned on these things. Go sit down with a marriage counselor. You know, it forgot, it forgot sakes, if you wanted to lose weight and, and, you know, become fit, you would hire a personal trainer. So why can't you hire a marriage trainer? Or if your breath smells bad, you go to the dentist, a professional. Yeah. Why, so why can't you hire a marriage trainer? You know, go, you know, or uh, maybe a good start for that is come to the marriage and money weekend mm-hmm. that we're doing with John Deloney and Rachel Cruz. That's coming up, um, in just, October, in October, I'm looking around here trying to figure out the date, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's. 19 through 21, yeah. Thank you. I'm trying to grab the cheat sheet so I'll get my act together here. But, yeah, okay. 19 through 21 here in Nashville. It'll be at the Ramsey uh, Event Center. I didn't even think about that. But you could come do that weekend. That weekend's going to be pretty intense. I think ultimately, uh, in fact, I was doing a podcast earlier today. Should somebody do that weekend as a pre-marriage thing? You could. You could. You could. Okay. I th- and here's why. Because you're going to be surrounded by people who've been married for 25 years and for 15 years. And so you're going to get to see some couples down the road. And I think when you people catch them at the break and have a cup of coffee, yeah, yeah that's right. Or you can listen to the but they, they challenges con- the they're content's having. not inappropriate for a pre marriage. No, goodness, okay. no, okay, no, no, no. If you said I do, come on in. Okay, uh, or you're about to. That's right. Yeah. But I, but I think the at the end of the day, avoidance cannot be a strategy. It can't avoidance when you're dating. Avoidance. I'm just not going to look at my budget. Well, Avo- the thing I, yeah, I think about Les Parrott when he says, and Doctor Les Parrott says, you know, when you have these. Uh, strong feelings about something and you bury them they have a high rate of resurrection they will show up they'll pop back out and, and they come back out in the most inopportune ways the most inopportune moments uh and and it takes another five years of therapy to figure out why they're coming out sideways and why you're yelling at your kid when actually it's it's a decision back over here whatever the thing is but yeah, hunt, yeah. absolutely yeah so please folks please do not move forward in these relationships. If you're sitting there and you're a three year in a three year marriage, um, you know, have cause a ruckus. I'm not going to tell you what John says. I, I do not. I'm not going to tell you to go with the possibility of uh, make peace with it. Don't make peace with it. If you've been there for three years. Raise hell. Get in a marriage counselor's office. Raise hell about it. We're going to get on the same page. Or I'm going to call, everybody's going to be miserable and I'm going to be the cause until we get on the same page. I am, this is not okay. I'm not going to live like this. The worm has turned. Cause a ruckus. Get in there and do the work and and figure this out and find your voice. And, you know, you, you can be as loud or whatever. You don't need to be loud, but I mean, you can be as bold or raw as you want to be, but cause a ruckus it's worth it because it's the only method to get to healing and let me make this statement to my fellow gentlemen out there you can cheat on your wife with a golf club and you can commit infidelity with your job 
And so this idea that, well, I, I'm, I'm all good. I'm following the rules. I don't participate. I don't do nothing. That's cheating. That is cashing out. Yeah, you're leaving your wife even though you're sleeping in the same house. Well, it's a manhood crisis, the wussification of America. You're acting like a little boy instead of a man. Throw your shoulders back and serve your family, you self-centered twerp. This is The Ramsey Show.